Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This episode of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast is brought to you and sponsored by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario, so big thanks to them. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's episode of Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. in Legend of the Silver Flame, a lot has happened. Ildichester is under attack once more, this time by the Lords of Dust and a demonic army, all led by a gargantuan demon named the Malok. The king executed a safety plan, sending Velvet inside to activate these ancient towers resting under the city, which rose hundreds of feet into the air and have these golden monstrances on top of them, much like the ones seen in the castle. He brings Bree inside the castle, where she can cast Planar Ally to activate the monstrances, and creates a giant force field in the shape of a turtle around the city. It did come at a cost, however, and now she may never contact Mistra again for aid. While Velvet and Sai were protecting the towers from cultists and demons alike, Lena is at the wall right next to where it exploded. Once all the demonic cultist army passed through, she was instructed by Rak Tokesh to travel outside of the wall and retrieve another kyber shard from the Lords of Dust's camp. Leaving Darian behind in a pile of rubble, Lena found the tent where the shard rested in a fiendishly bound chest with these black weapons thrust through it. Rack revealed to her that with the power of one shard, they can use the Ritual of Resurrection, which rests currently in Lena's stomach, to transfer his essence from the shards to completely within Lena. She agreed to do it, but then a voice called out weakly from behind her. She turned around to find Verna was shackled and beaten, a prisoner of the Lords of Dust. Girid and his mother, in the meantime, were forging a plan to use the animated dragon as a weapon in the battle. But once they were alone, Lekara revealed that it was her intent to use the artifact and the power of a kyber shard to blow up the demon. She revealed to Girid that it was a suicide mission, and one that she would take on alone to make up for the destruction she has caused to her city and people. Girid's surprise attacks Lekara, pinning her to the ground with an arrow through the ankle, taking the artifact and the kyber shard to complete the mission himself. Now let's launch into tonight's session.
now Lena. Oh gosh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at Verna, beaten close to death, tortured close to death. <laughs> and the question she posed to you is, now what do you plan to do with that? As she's hanging there helplessly. Lena whips around and almost for a second, seeing Verna in this state, her heart just breaks. And she almost forgets what she's about to do and where she is. And she starts to move towards her and says, oh my God, oh my God, Verna, I, I, oh my God. And she goes over to her and um, I don't know if Rack interjects, but she says, what happened? We, we need to get you down. That would be exquisite. Uh... She, um, how is she strung up? Is it chains? Um, she takes her axe and she breaks her binds. Yeah, and your axe slices right through the chains and she collapses to the ground uh, without the strength to catch herself and falls onto her face. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Alina <laughs> uh, kneels down next to her and grabs Verna and says, oh my God, Verna. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, B B Brie is in town, and um, my friend Darian, and um, uh, Brie, Brie's, Brie's that way. You, you can you go to her. You didn't answer me. What? You didn't answer me. She looks down and away from her. I don't, I don't want to answer you. Rack in your head says, kill her. <gasps> Verna says, Lena. Your friends trust you. No, 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 They expect please, you please to do stop. the right thing, and it's not too please. late. And she's sitting there helplessly. Her back is against one of the wooden <sighs> posts of the tent as she scooches her butt over. Lena starts breathing hard, and she's trying to resist Rack. Verna, I need you to run. I need you to go I to breathe. Please, just flee. I need your help to get out. No, 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 no. Um, um. Rack says louder in your mind. <laughs> no, no. Why? Why? She says out loud to him. She, she can't! Her. She can hardly do anything! And Verna says, Don't... I don't know what he's saying. But Lena... What I said before was true. He needs you. And you don't have to give in to his desires. No, They're not I, yours. I have to give in. You don't understand. I have no choice. If I turn back and I don't have faith in what he's doing all those years, I have I have so much guilt and regret and fear and he'll probably just take over without my permission. Then do the right thing and make up for those years. I can't. Make the hard choice. No. Kill her. Ugh. Uh. Uh, oh god, uh, Lena is going to, she's going to look at Verna with these eyes filled with regret and apology and, and hating what's going on, and she takes a, the dagger and flips it up in the air and catching it in, near the blade, probably doing her some damage, and lightning fast, she wants to smack her over the head and knock her out. <gasps> to knock Verna out? Yeah, like, she doesn't want to kill her. She just wants to knock her out. Mm. All the non-lethal damage. <laughs> All the non-lethal oh damage. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, you do this maneuver. Verna says, 
you have control. Boom! You whack her across the head, and she barely has consciousness to begin with, so she just hits and hits the deck, and she's unconscious in front of you. And Lena feels so disgusted in herself and is fighting back tears and says, Are you happy? She says to Rack. Remove the past, or I will. She's... She's knocked out. She's not a problem anymore. Why? She's too good. You wouldn't take over without my permission. I thought you wouldn't do that. You feel the scaliness begin to come over your arms slowly as Gary tries. Uh, as Gary, <laughs> <Gary and> whoa. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Spoiler alert. As Rack Tilkesh tries to take over your mind. <gasps> and for the first time, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Yes! Oh my god. What you a time f- to roll a nat 20. <laughs> do, um, do, do you need me to roll a percentile? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let's I mean, do it. I don't have step luck, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that's a 90. Oh my Holy God. shit! Uh, um, okay. Wait, 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 wait! Oh, oh, it's a zero. So I got a ninety on the D one hundred, and then a zero. I think is that a ten? Is that a hundred? So that's a hundred. Yeah, that's a hundred. Oh my God. Straight up one hundred. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! I think Steph's fear of losing Verna. She probably channeled all of her luck into yeah. me. Yes, that's exactly what she's doing. Holy crap, guys! Okay. So because you rolled a crit, and because you rolled a 100 out of 100, here's what happens. I'll take a picture. Rack- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll put that up on the wall. Oh my god. And you'll never you're be this lucky this. again, Carla. This, this was the pinnacle. Well, it's all downhill from here for the finale. Holy crap. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's I awesome. feel really proud of myself. Because <laughs> that could have gone either way. Um, so... Rack tries to take over your body. You feel the scaliness of your skin get rougher, your hair getting greasier. And for the first time in your life, he stopped. In your mind, using your willpower, you stop him from coming up and taking over. And you feel the tension, the itch in your back of your head as he's angry from this act. But because you pushed him off so hard and rolled that D100, I'm going to (laughs) say that unless you let him, he will never be able to do it again. Oh, oh, oh nice. my God. Nice. You can Yu-Gi-Oh transform now at will. <laughs> I feel like Lena just yells, no, angrily yells out as he tries to take over and breathing really hard from fighting him off. She says, I will go along with your plan because I don't want these years to have been wasted, but I am not killing people who have been good to me just for nothing. She's knocked out. She's not a problem anymore. Radio silence. (laughs) He is stunned. She, so Verna's still alive, right? Yes, she's still alive. And she's a cleric. And she is a cleric. Okay, so um, she's going to take out her sketchbook and write a quick note that says, uh, I'm really sorry. I know you've been good to me. Please help protect the others. And then she says, 
I don't know if you'll be able to help, but I have a friend in the rubble just outside of the clearing, and she describes where Darian is uh, and says, I don't know if you can save him, but if you can, please do. He doesn't deserve to die. And she just tucks it into whatever Verna's wearing and turns her over mm-hmm. and tries to stop some mm-hmm. of the bleeding. Then stands up and takes a breath and remembers what they are here for and what she was about to do with the dagger. Um, what he just wants me to slice open my stomach, right? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, he wants you to slice open your stomach, take out that scroll, read the scroll, because a part of that resurrection scroll can be used to transfer the host. Mm. Okay. Um, so she holds the dagger and says, you've taken me this far and you've given me power I never thought I would have and turned me into something I never thought I would be. If it weren't for you, I'd probably be in Plenberg working some job I hate and I never would have been part of this group. I never would have met these people if it weren't for you and what you gave me. I have no magic. I probably would have been more of a coward than Darian. (sighs) But if we do this, you won't hurt my friends. Uh, And she Hmm. takes a deep breath, thinking about how far she's come, how she lost her mom and was not there for it because she was with Rack. And she doesn't want that to be for nothing. So she's afraid, but she's trying to have faith in Rack. And she takes a tight hold on the dagger and plunges it hard into her stomach. Blood splurts out immediately. You begin to carve open your body. Oh my god. Reach into your stomach and you pull out the bloody scroll. Oh my god. That's gonna get infected. You wanna watch that out? Yeah. (laughs) He says, There it stands out. She she nods and, and unrolls the scroll and begins to read whatever's on there. You start to speak abyssal, and the words on the page begin to bleed down the scroll, as if inside the paper, however. And it begins to glow a dark crimson red. And at the time you finish, and as you're making your way through the passage, the kyber shard, the dark purple in your left hand, begins to glow and get hot. And begin to get sharper and sharper. And by the time you finish the the passage, you begin to see this dark bulbous energy seep out of the kyber shard as if getting yanked out through a tiny minuscule atom-sized hole and enter in through your wound in your stomach up into your body and you can feel pins and needles striking you from within and the pure heat of his fiendish energy and the ritual is complete. Rak Tolkesh is no longer bound by the kyber shards but is instead bound by Lena's willpower. <laughs> oh my god. Yay. Boom. Uh, does she feel any different? Yes. Oh gosh. Yes, you do. Oh. You can't help but have the veiny look on your skin and the scaliness of the dark color is always present now, but your eyes remain the same. Oh, there we go. 
<laughs> the gateway to the soul remains the same. Boom. <laughs> now, uh, Vern is unconscious on the ground. What would, what would you like to do now that you've completed the ritual? You are, uh, you do have a pretty sizable wound in your stomach right now. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. Um, can I tend to it? She's knocked out, so I hate to make a cleric on the verge of death wake up and heal me. <laughs> I mean, you can wake her up if you want, or you can try to tend to the wound yourself. But with Rack inside of you, you feel pretty strong, despite there being a grave wound on your stomach. <sighs> yeah, I feel like she looks down and, and just tries to tend to it herself quickly. All right, you, you grab some uh, really shitty gauze from within the room and uh, other um, medical supplies from throughout the camp, and the hellhounds are just sitting tight as Rack's inside of you, and they give you their utmost respect now as you just walk by, and uh, you do a big wrap around your stomach, and that's going to take a little bit of time. Now, in the meantime, back to the towers. So you guys are in a really interesting position right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to bring it back to the top of the tower is flooded with people almost falling off the edge because there's so many. They're so excited. And this side of the tower, the monstrance is completely protected. But unfortunately, all of you can see on the other side, the part of the army that was fighting beneath that tower that made it through overcame the dwarves that were on the ground and they're making their way back up to the top of the monstrance to take it out again, this time in a lot of numbers, at least 20. What would you guys like to do? So I, I'm, I'm gonna look at Sai and go, Sai, listen, I love this town. <laughs> we played it, I loved it, they love me, we're just all pals, but... <laughs> they I'm, cheer around you at that statement, yeah! Yeah, yeah, right, my, my friends. Yeah. Yeah, I'm being closer yeah. to size so they can't hear me. <laughs> okay. I I think that um, it's time to contact Bree and see if mm -hmm. she can do anything to get everyone out of here. I think we need to evacuate everyone now. Well, we, we can't leave the, the dwarves here. No, we, I mean... we, we, we will bring them with us. I think we should get as many out as we can. Yeah. But you, you look at that army. They're going to keep coming and there's a massive oh, thing. And I don't think this force field is going to hold up forever. We need to get them out now. How are we gonna get him out? I, I hey, uh, I grab my ear. We gotta go, Bree. Yes. <laughs> Bree, can you hear me? Yes. How, are you guys okay? What's going on? Bree, we are by the. Uh, are, are, are we at like the left or the right tower from Bree's perspective? From Bree's perspective, the right tower. Okay, Bree, we are at the right tower, and we got a bunch of people up here. We got a whole army of friendlies, and uh, side waves. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, is there anything that you could do to get us all out of here? Sai and I will make sure that we get everyone through, but we need to evacuate as many people as we can. I think this shield's not going to hold forever, and it's not practical. We're going to keep losing people down here. The monster begins flashing to the left, Bree. Yeah, Bree, we gotta okay. go. Uh, uh, yes, I, I, I think there's something I can do, and I can try to um, hold on to the, the energy field while I can. Side, I will do what we can to buy you more time. Hey, is there okay. is there anything you either of you need? Just make sure that they can get through. Where what 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 can you do to help send them through? I can create a, a portal. 
You can. Well, oh, fuck, that'll do it. it. it <laughs> Pat, yes. I told you, Bree. Should Bree, you always oh. come in so handy. Oh, this is okay. you're wonderful. I, I think yeah. this is a good plan. Um, Have I told you yeah. your eyes are radiant, Bree? Have I ever said that? <laughs> later. later. So, later. Sorry, sorry. again as it's getting attacked feverently. Oh, fervently, okay. feverently, feverishly. Feverishly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank All right, you. Bree. We gotta. We gotta act now. Do do whatever you're gonna do, please. Okay. It's going to take a little bit for the spell to work, though, so in the meantime, we've got to try to hold the force field up. Okay, um, okay. all right, Sai, I'm going to look at Sai and I'm going to go, Sai, you and I, and I'm going to take five of these best dwarves that I think we should we should hold the other tower. I need a, min- a minute, yes. One minute, okay, one minute. One minute. <laughs> so let's say... It takes you 30 seconds to get over there first. Uh, or how do you want to get over there? <laughs> I'm going to run down on my bowl because I assume you have a better way of getting there. So I'm going to um, do that. Actually, no, fuck it. I have Dimension Door. I'm going to use it again. I'm going to use Dimension Door and oh. pop over there. <laughs> okay. And, and yeah. I'm going to polymorph and go fly back as an eagle. Sweet, okay. So these dwarves stay here. One calls out. Do we stay here? Uh, okay, f- sorry. Velvet. <laughs> Velvet's going to say, all right, everyone, help is coming. Uh, when you see the portal, step through and get everyone out that you can. And I point to five dwarves and I go, you five, go down and get every remaining survivor and get them the hell up here now. Perfect. Okay, so they they follow those commands. And Five of the fastest runners. <laughs> <laughs> You're halfway through. You kind of put your head back. Yeah, you have one leg I'm on the a, other I'm side. I'm an eagle by now, so I can't talk. <laughs> Beautiful. And then <laughs> I imagine the door almost closes, opens back. Okay. Good. Good. One more thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're all, you're all beautiful. That's it. Yeah, and they give cheer. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Velvet. <laughs> so you guys make your way back over to the other side. Now, th- there are, you see it, Velvet. You're uh, standing right on the edge of this thing. There's 20 cultists all attacking this monster and it's all at once and it's not looking great already. It'll take another few rounds of combat for Bree to be done her spell. So uh, I'll have both of you go first. What would you like to do? Mm. Okay. Okay. I... Um, well, Sai's going to uh, attack with um, with the giant eagle talons and and um, and beak. Okay, let's do it. Roll the hit. All right. So uh, does seventeen hit? Yes, it does. Okay. And uh, whoops, just uh, a twenty-four hit. So yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, Beak is only five damage, and Talons are eight. And Talons are eight. So both occultists you attack get damaged quite aggressively, but do not go down yet. Okay. Velvet, what would you like to do? Okay, so... Yeah, creatures within 20 feet. That seems to be all the cultists around. Let's cast (laughs) A very good chunk, yeah. yeah. Let's cast Sleep on the ball. Starting okay. with a creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. <laughs> okay, uh, so you gotta roll some dice for that, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'll cast it as a level three, uh, two spell. Okay, so roll 78 for me. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> roll your number cubes. Roll your number cubes. <laughs> yes. These guys have nine hit points. <laughs> okay, so that's 27. 
Oh shit. Okay, so three around you instantly fall asleep as you cast this spell. Boom, boom, boom. They all hit the deck. Whew, okay. Uh, how many more are there? 17. Oh God. <laughs> So, wow. Okay. So, so a good chunk of them, right. they all begin slashing at the monsters, not even paying attention to you guys uh, attacking them. Uh, let me just roll some damage here really quick. Sigh, any bright ideas? Because they're, they're not noticing us, so I'm just going to whisper to Sigh. Yeah, so I'm going to try. So well, I actually... Hold on, I got, I got to do the turns you, first, okay, sorry. So sink, 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 a bunch of scimitars go in. It takes 27 damage, gets dented, slashed even more. The the uh, turtle is starting to fade away on the side as its head is reeling back out of its shell in pain as that monstrance is beginning to crumble. It's uh, almost there. Shit. Okay, so um, I actually loaded, and I actually do, I can take a picture of this. I loaded my spell of, of storing, or uh, ring of spell storing, that's it, um, with a wall of force spell. So that's my extra one. Oh, okay. So I'm going to put, I'm going to create another wall uh, of force for um, for this one, too. Nice, okay. Oh, good call. So instantly, a bunch of cultists get pushed all away as they're pushed and rolling on the ground as this wall of force comes right around the monstrance. Nice, okay. Now, is it a concentration spell? It is. So I'm no longer, um, I'm no longer the giant eagle. You fall to the ground and land on your feet as you're a person. And Velvet, you are up. Wow, what a handy spell. Um, okay, so now none of them are around the monstrance. There's at least some space. Correct. Hmm. Okay, you know what? I'm going to cast Fear again. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's the do Velvet's it. Velvet's going to try to cast um, the image of, like, Mistra herself. <laughs> nice. Holy shit, oh okay. Oh my god. I, it's probably going to be a cheap imitation, but something close to this. The wish version. Yeah. So, what do, what do they have to pass again? They need to pass 16. Fail. I need to roll this 17 times. Oh god. Uh, god. <laughs> um, so, I fought audience fail. listening to this. Pass. Pass. Sing us a song, Velvet. Fail. <laughs> yeah. Come save us. Fail. Pass. Pass. Damn. Fail. Fail. Sorry, everybody put you through the regular here. <laughs> Fail. Fail. Well, it's his own damn fault for putting 17 cultists on the ground. While this is happening, Avery, uh, can I make a message to the group or no? Would you yeah, say? absolutely. Go for it. Okay. Um, I, I activate the earrings and I go, Is anyone there? Period. Hello? Are you okay? <clears throat> I start coughing a little bit. It's like, I have an idea. Yes. Bring the demon. Bring the demon towards the center. Is it the center, Avery? I believe it's the center. The dragon's in that market square, yeah. Yeah, it's center, yeah. You want you want the demon to he, go through? Yeah, I, 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 we, we've got the force field. We have to keep it up to keep him out. If anything, they're going to think that they're going to win, and they're going to leave the towers, and then our towers are safer. Aye. That is true, Velvet. Sai, I think what? I think we need to give this monster it's all we have and break it. Oh. All right. 
We should have just let these 17 do it. Fuck. But hey, oh, you know no, what? You want to do some dirty work? You got to do it yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll funnel the demon into the town's square. Giri, what are you going to do? I'm going to give it all I can. Well, a, we have a force field. A little bit more uh, specific. We, 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 have an es- we have an escape route planned on the right tower, so yeah. please, when you unleash your plan, meet us there. Okay. Maybe we can wait until we get... Uh, what is the um, oh. the status of the portal right now? Do we know? Yeah, that's what... Uh, yeah, that's a good question. So, first, <laughs> let's... Okay, that conversation happens. Fear is cast. Poof. Ten of them fail. Hey! So instantly, <laughs> Mistra's... Your depiction of Mistra, this beautiful goddess that kind of looks like Brie, but yeah. nobody can tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> erupts, and she lets out this beautiful godlike... Oh, this note and ten of them literally get pushed back, run away from this thing and stumble off the tower like lemmings to their tents below <laughs> oh no serves you right now at this point, woof, the portal is open Bree okay. and the dwarves begin running through instantly okay yeah so it's, it says here that like a lot of major temples, guilds other important places have permanent portals that this could lead to and that mm, yeah. you can decide two places that I would know the um, the matching sigils to that I could send that I could open the portal to. You can either send them to Losherton or uh, oh uh, or Biden's. Okay. Um. She's gonna open it to Losherton. Okay, so for all these dwarves, a portal to Losherton opens right in the middle of the castle. And, oh, what's his name? The new king of Losherton. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Can you imagine? Yes, yes. Oh. oh, I gotta go back for this. Oh, hold this on, name? hold on. Sorry, Losherton, you're about to get a delivery. <laughs> imagine all these fucking dwarves. Yeah, just just into this halfling village. Snow White and the 10,000 dwarves. They all <laughs> I really want to find his name, so just one moment, please. Okay. They come in like this is Idle Chester now. <laughs> Do halflings and dwarves get along? This is war. There are refugees. <laughs> damn it! It's just the way it is. Oh wait, elves and dwarves. Halflings. Lojitin is a halfling, oh, halfling village. Oh, well, they, they write the same language. I they think. do. No, oh, yeah. I know they do, I actually. Yeah. Gnomes do, yeah. too. So I think they all yeah, write yeah, they the same language. Oh, cool. yeah, write... okay. There you go. Short people language. <laughs> Kanos. His name is Kanos. Kanos. I remember yeah. Kanos. Yeah. So on the other side, Kanos is just, uh, you know, doing his kingly thing. Loshitan is in a very good place at this point. The birds are chirping. All the farmland and the grass prairies are back to their abundant state. And uh, in the church where you got your candle, Bree, mm-hmm. um, he's there praying with some of his other higher-ups in the castle. And all of a sudden, the jewels around this portal, this permanent portal in the back wall, begin to glow. And in the middle of prayer, the priest stops and he turns around and Kano says, what exactly is going on here? And he stands up and he walks toward the portal and then whoosh, the portal opens and instantly you can hear the yells of battle scream. He sees this giant red demon and uh, like dozens of dwarves standing on this platform. They immediately start running through around him. He's like, um, um, excuse, uh, uh, oh my God, just come in, just come in. This is, holy shit, holy shit, just make way, make, and he immediately he begins walking okay. it. Uh, yeah. So as the portals open, Bree's um, using her earring and saying, 
Sai, Velvet, get to that portal, get in there. Um, I'm gonna hold it open and I can, I, I'm still able to cast another one if needed, but I can't leave without Geared and Lena. All right. Agreed. Uh, um, okay. Sai, Sai, we need to get that demon to the central market. I have an idea. I think you should lure it with a kyber shard. Pull it out, and 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 we need to get it to the town square exactly where Geary had wanted. It will not resist seeing that glowing, sexy shard. Ooh, use the blue one. Mm. Brings out your eyes, babe. All right, I have an idea. On that note of saying I have an idea, Lena, you are back in the conversation. Hey! You just overcame <laughs> Rak Tolkesh. He can't block these messages anymore. You hear you hear Ooh. that, and the, you hear the plan to bring the demon to the central square. Guys, guys. Lena? 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 Lena, are you okay? Lena, are you okay? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, fi I'm fine. We're we're getting to a portal? What's that? The, the towers, the towers. Get to the towers. Bring any survivors you can. The I'm, right one. The right tower. The right tower. We're setting up a portal to get people okay. to safely. Bring bring Shane any survivors you can. Well, that tree needs a friend. Okay. <laughs> he could have had all uh... the friends he ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll get some people there and I'll help protect the portal. All right, so the first swarm of dwarves around that portal have gotten through. They're safe and the portal, uh, as uh, Steph let us know, can only be cast for one round technically opened. So it was just enough time to let all those people through and then woof, the portal is gone. The cultists take their final stabs at the monsters and tsh, the thing crumples to the ground and splits into pieces. And the turtle, the translucent turtle, reels back its neck and lets out this silent screech, uh, well, gargantuan turtle screech, and eventually fades away. And you're left with the demon Malak staring at you guys on that platform with this giant droopy smile. What would you guys like to do? <laughs> yeah, Velvet's gonna look inside and said, "You had an idea." Oh, uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to the center of the town. Okay. I think he was expecting some idea to get there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, so here's my problem, is I'm out of, I'm out of polymorph spells, so I can't fly anymore. Mm. Oh, no. Is the, the other one still up? The other... The other monsters? Monsters, yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Right, like, I'll, I, I'm not going to rush you guys. Ma make a plan, uh, figure what you want to do, and yeah, yeah. Velvet's going to look out across the tower. What, like, can we see the town square from where we are, Avery? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's right there, Zai. <laughs> yes, okay. So here's the, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go, uh -huh. I'm going to use my, my blink spell so that I disappear. Okay. And then, um, oh, shit, no, I can't. Ah. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on, mm -hmm. hold on. Bree's gonna talk into her uh, ear and say, um, Sai, while you get the shard, I think I can do something that might distract that demon. Good. Do that. Okay. And, yeah, she's going to cast uh, Guardian of Faith. Okay, so what'll that do? So, it... Oh, this is cool. It lasts for eight hours. Okay, it's a large spectral <laughs> guardian appears <laughs> and hovers... Uh, in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within 30 feet. Um, so it's going to occupy that space. And I want to just basically use this to try to distract the demon and maybe get it heading towards it and start moving towards the 
uh, center of town. Now, uh, you're cast. Where are you casting this? On the tower to the right, opposite of the of Cyanbell. Yes. Um, yeah. For right now, that's where I'm casting it, and then I'm gonna have it move to towards the center of town. So you cast this Guardian of Faith, this Emerald Reed Guardian, donning this silver-looking glowing armor, stands on that thing. Now, how do you want to get it to distract this thing? I think when she's creating this Guardian, I think she's thinking of Verna. So it's going to kind of look like Verna, and hmm. it's in its hand, it's going to have this, like, wave of energy coming out of it. Like it's getting ready to release a spell. Okay, and this is kind of like a feign because it can't actually release spells, Exactly, right? yeah. It's uh, She wants to trick the demon into thinking that it's going to... It's getting ready to release a spell to try to get it distracted and get it over... Like, moving closer to the guardian. Okay, let's have you roll some... Either persuasion or performance for me, whichever is closer, or wh- wh- uh, whichever you'd like to choose. And I'm going to have it roll... <laughs> to see if it gets lured into this thing. Oh my god. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna have it roll... I mean, yeah. I'm gonna have it roll wisdom. It uh, neither matters for me, because both I've got zero. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <gasps> okay, Uh-oh. that's a 17. He rolled a one. <gasps> no! Oh my god! So it works. It begins to glow with this radiant energy, and this fiend fucking hates radiant shit. So it turns its attention away from you, Psy and Velvet, and it looks to this thing and begins taking one lumbering step toward it after another. You guys have a window? What would you like to do? I'm running down those stairs as fast as I can. All right, yeah, just sprinting down. (laughs) No problem. Um, As he's huffing and puffing down the stairs, he says... Velvet, can you make me a creature? Do you have enough of uh, your fuzzy things? So I'm going to pull it out go, all right, my last one. And I'm going to send the lion out. And I'm going to say, uh, all right, hello, Leo. You need to go take side of the middle of town now. And the lion's going to run behind you and offer you its back. And uh, uh, Avery, from my perspective, how far away is the center of town, like meter or feet wise? Feet wise, if you're running down the tower and then to town, it's probably... Exclude running uh, down five, the tower, straight line. Oh, straight line? <laughs> Less than 500, oh, if that's yeah. the question. All right, so Velvet's <laughs> going to go, I'll meet you there! And Velvet's going to use his last dimension door to jump <laughs> off the tower into a portal, and I'm going to land on a roof thatched top in the middle of town. D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. If you're enjoying our epic adventure, be sure to check out our social media pages at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. As well, spread word about us to your family and friends so they can adventure with us too. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. Oh. 
nice. Nice, okay. instantly. Woof. And Gary, you see this happen in the distance mm. as you're running in toward the center of town as well. Velvet appears on a roof. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to. I, I saunter over. I look. I look at. I look at Velvet and I nod and I, I, I see. I, I see that things are kind of going to shit and I. I keep sauntering over towards the dragon. Gyrion! <laughs> Velvet, as you look at Gyrion, you see he is literally holding a shard. Gyrion? <gasps> holy, lim- you just hear me like, holy fuck. Sai, <laughs> 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 uh, Gyrion's got a shard. What? <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah, we really well, got to plan okay, these well, things then better. Scratch that plan. <laughs> yeah, well, Sai, okay. I, guess, I guess you could probably <laughs> fuck it. Are there any survivors near you? Can you get them going? <laughs> yeah, yeah y- you see dwarves uh, in the streets still. Okay, who have, so... Who have survived the battle. All right, so Sai decides that he's going to go round up as many people as he can mm-hmm. and bring it to uh, the area where we're going to do little, the little portal. Uh, is is the king still with Bree? Yes, he is. Okay, yeah, Bree's going to turn to him and say, mm-hmm. we, we have to get to the center of town so that I can create another portal and we can get to safety. You have to come with me. Done. Let's go. Okay. And as he says, let's go, and you say, okay, you see the big demon smash this club through the tower, cutting cleanly through it, hitting the ground. An earthquake occurs from the tremor and force of his club, and the tower crumbles to pieces, and a shockwave 80 feet around the tower blows out all the buildings around it. Oh, my God. And he slowly, ever so slowly, with all his weight, begins lifting it back up. I'm going to run up to Gary. I'm going to jump off the thatched roof and run up to Gary and go, Gary, what's your plan? How can I help? Mm. Uh, yes. Come with me. P- please, just you. We, sh- we should get to the dragon. The Oh, oh, you're doing that now. Okay. Uh, thought it was your... Where, where's Lekara? Uh, sh- she ran off. Okay, but yeah, okay, well... Oh, weird. Anyways, yeah, boss, you lead the way. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Lena. So Lena doesn't want to leave Verna where she is for the cultists to come get her. So what she does is she asks Rekt to take over just long enough to order one of the hellhounds. Um, And she puts Verna over the hound's back with a water skin and rations and just replaces the note she wrote earlier, having a new idea now with a note that just says, thank you for seeing the good in me, be safe, I'm sorry. And just orders the hound to run as far as he possibly can. So Verna is away from the cultists, but also the others because she realizes Rack is right. She's too good and would just give everything Lena doesn't want known away <laughs> to them because she saw too much and she feels terrible, but this is better than death and at least she'll survive. And of course, okay. also ordering the dogs not to harm her. The interesting thing is, since Rack is within you, the Hellhound listens to you, and you don't even have to allow him ask. to come okay, up. Okay, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Mm. Oh. It That's listens. really cool. You put Verna on its back, still unconscious, and it rides off, running just into the barren wasteland that extends north of Ildechester. Mm. You run through the archway, and you come to D- uh, Darian's hand again, <laughs> still yeah. just sticking out of the rubble there. Oh, she just feels so guilty. So she goes into another rage and tries to lift the stones and throw him over her shoulder so she can bring him to the portal so his body isn't just left there. 
Okay, yeah, I won't have you roll athletics. You're surging with adrenaline and Rack's power within you. You begin mm. for with effort pulling off these big pieces of debris, and you see Darian's pretty messed up. Yeah, it's, it looks like he has a couple teeth that got knocked out, and oh. like his uh, his left arm that was buried is broken, and he doesn't look good. But you see, he's barely breathing. <gasps> oh fuck yes! Oh my god! Can I do yes. a quick? Well, no, no, no. She'll just hoist him over her shoulder and stop whatever bleeding she can. Or whatever. Roll, roll medicine for me. Oh, come on, come on. Big money, big money. <laughs> big money. Nope, nope, that's not good. So she tries, but she's like, nope, I'll just leave this to Bree. <laughs> and in her earpiece, she says, Bree, I'm coming to you and I have Darian and he's really hurt. And she starts running. Oh, yeah, Bree says, okay, okay. Yeah, get here as soon as you can and I'll try to help him. And she just books it. She just books it. And that's the moment when the demon cuts through that tower and you're looking at it, Lito, and it's awesome power. And there's that uh. wave of energy and you're making your way to the center. Other dwarves, Sai, you're rounding them up. There's a good number of them, uh, definitely in the double digits that are following you on this line. You searched for as many as you could, mm -hmm. got as many as you could, but it's time to go. Okay. So follow get... me, everyone. And everyone follows. And now in the central square is... Everybody, everybody's there. Everybody. Hail the well met. This thing <laughs> takes one step toward <gasps> you guys in the square, looking down at you. We need to go. You. We need to go yeah. now. No kidding. Bree. Yeah. Yes. And Bree's been uh, prepping the portal spell as she's been running to the center of town, so she casts the portal spell. Okay. And. Woof, the portal instantly opens up right behind everybody, just on the side of the dragon bones there. Lena okay. just tries to hurry them again, saying, come on, guys, come on, we have to go, we have to go now. Let's go. Yeah. Yuri, what are you going to do? Velvet. Yeah? I need you to tend to my mother. Wait, but you said she ran away. I lied. Oh. She's injured. Oh, where is she? Um, oh god, Avery, where is she? <laughs> she's in the the Cold Forge, east of where you are. Right, okay, so she's in the Cold Forge, east. Shit, um, okay, um... Can, I need you to do me another favor as well. Yeah, yeah, is the, Wait, hold on, is the demon running towards us, by it's, the way? Avery? It's very slowly making its way, because it's so big. Okay, um, I'm gonna go... I need you, I need you to... I need you to make sure she is well, and... I can't use this right now. These gauntlets, they require two hands. Take this, and I'm gonna give him my bow. What? Giri, why would you give me your, your bow? I mean, you could just put it down. You just give it to, we're gonna see you in like five minutes. You are, but I, it, it's it's for safety measures, please. It's a special bow. Well, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. He straps it around his body and he goes, "Okay, so get your mom. She's in the the uh, the building to the east." East, yes, these quarters. And I put on the I put on the gauntlets. Are we hearing this, or are they by themselves? Would you? That's up to Gary. I, I, um, I, d I didn't put it on the line yet, so. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay so yeah. it's only Velvet that's hearing it. It, right oh, now, okay. yes. Oh, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. And okay. It's okay. And I'm gonna go, Velvet. Um, message. Uh, uh, use the earrings to, uh, once you reach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna waste any more time. Best of luck. And he gives uh, Giri that like Lord of the Rings like wrist to palm shake. You know the clap. <laughs> the clap. That, yeah, um, I don't actually give you the clap. Give him the clap. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
what? Before, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Long Strider on you, nice. and um, that means that uh, your your speed increases by ten feet. Okay, and the the lion has a, a speed of fifty, so it would be sixty feet. Oh, yeah, there we nice. go. I, I, put, nice. I put it on the lion then. Okay, I, I'm going to do a backflip onto the lion and w- without <laughs> any more, just give it a ha! And whoo, down he goes to the east quarters. Now, for timeline's sake, I'm going to say since Geriad and Velvet, you were at the dragon first together, I'm going to say this is happening a little earlier, even when Sai was still rounding up people, Lena and Bree are still making their way back to you. Is that okay? Okay, okay. yep. Yeah. Sounds good. So by the time that everybody's back together, Velvet, you've sprinted through town, you've come upon Lake Hard, you burst into the forge, and she has an arrow still through her leg, and she's just uh, trying to rip it out, but just can't seem to. Lake Hara, what, what 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 sort of cultist did this? And uh, Velvet runs up, and um, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna say, Lake Hara, please just hold on and take a deep breath, and he's gonna rip it out of her leg. Oh. She's basically gonna, gonna break it on both sides, oh, so okay. so yeah. that the bit in her leg is yeah. still stuck in there. And she goes to say, "You have to stop!" Ge- ah! And she screams as you rip it out. I'm sorry, I'm gonna use healing word on her. Um, I have to see how much I roll. Uh, one d. Oh, it's only a d4 plus spellcasting, so it's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> a little something. She's gonna get seven hit points back. All right, it's something. She's still in incredible pain and riding on the line. All she can do is grunt as uh, you carry her back. By the time you make it back, we're back to where we were. Everybody's there. The okay. demon's currently walking. T- excuse me. The demon is currently taking those steps towards you guys, and he's beginning to raise his club. Okay. I look at Lena. See, Lena, where's Dorian? Uh, over my shoulder. <laughs> he's right here. His, his face looks like shit, but it's him. I promise. Okay. And uh, here, let me let me see him. I can try to help. Okay, yeah, but can we can we also leave? The demon is literally raising its club. I just want to make that clear to you guys. Okay. Sai, <laughs> okay. uh, can you take, yeah, Darian, let me take Darian and get in yeah. there? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll right. wait for Velvet and Geriad and try to wait as long as I can to make sure they get in. Okay. All right. And then he goes in the portal with Darian. And all, right. all the dwarves, as the all portal right. opens, begin making their way through as well. Velvet, you come onto the scene with Lakara on the, the lion's back. Go, 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 go. He basically throws the lion back and it slides back and he goes, okay, so uh, Lakara, go through. And he basically like has the lion like buck her off through uh, the portal as fast as he can. <laughs> she goes flying off. You have to stop! And she hits the ground and rolls through the portal. Uh, Kano's, you hear his voice through the portal. Yes, um, yes, come on in, everybody. Hurry, please. <laughs> Bri- yeah. rears his line around and looks at uh, Bree and Lena. Now, is Giriad just away from us right now? He's not with this group, right? Uh, Gary, where are you at? Near the dragon bones? Or? I-, I would say, am I at the dragon now? Yes. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to, uh, where's the demon? Is it within, would you say, 50 feet radius of it? Almost. It's getting close. It's getting close? Okay. So I'm going to wait. Um, Lena turns to Brie and says, can you get in the portal and stay safe while casting the spell? I, I, no, I, I should stay here. I should stay here and hold the portal open. Can you hold it from the other side? Would I be able to, Avery? I don't know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> go in, okay. Gwen, please, please. Tend to the injured. Yeah, Just Bri, go. Bree, you need to stay alive. Lita's right. 
I feel like okay. Lena gently nudges Bree towards the portal uh, a little strongly. Come on, okay, okay. Come, come also, on. Also, Velvet okay. turns and looks at Lena and goes, oh, oh my God, you, sorry, I just, <laughs> what happened to your face? Uh, it's fine. Rack took over too many times. I think it's becoming a permanent thing. And she gets her great axe out, readies it, waiting for Gary to return in a rage. Just, just, just waiting. Yeah, he's okay. gonna try to call the gear. Like, I assume he's, he's a little bit far away, but he's like, Gary! Is right. everyone safe? Yeah, we're just waiting for you. Forgive me. I take off the earring and I crush it with my hand. <gasps> what? 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 Oh no. Oh no, no, no. Velvet's ears like perk up. Oh no, 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 no. Is, what is, is he doing, Lena? Avery, is it within 50 feet, would you say? Yes, it's drawn by the color of the red shard that you have, and it's staring down at it. It begins to reach down with its giant hand slowly. Okay, I, I'm oh going no. to run towards the, the dragon with, uh, I'm going to grab, first of all, I have my gauntlets in. Yes. Got carbon shard in hand? Yes. All right, I run towards the dragon. Can we see right. him doing that? Oh yeah, you're watching right through the portal. Now, Bree, your portal only lasts so long. And I think I was being a little lenient. So you can feel in this moment as Geary's running toward the bones that your portal's about to give I, out. I and yell, there's two on the other side. Velvet, Lena, the portal's not going to last much longer. You have to get through. Uh, you guys and Geary'd have to get through. Velvet, Velvet, he, he made his decision. We can't let it be for nothing if he's doing what I think he's doing. But but he said he was going to be back. He gave me his bow. He said he would be back in I know, back in I, know I know, I um, know. And I just yell out, I say... She says, we're safe, Gyriad. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, Lena, knowing the portal is going to give way any second, just grabs Velvet and runs through. <laughs> no! He screams before the, yeah, before he gets pulled now, through. Now, the last thing before the portal closes, Mimic is flying with you, Gyriad. I, uh, I, I send Velvet away, if I can. Mimic? Uh, yeah, uh, Velvet. No, yeah, Mimic. <laughs> so yeah. as you're running in these last moments, Mimic looks at you. You go to send him away, and he says, Father. <gasps> That's a command. Go. And there's a brief moment as he's flying with you, but he just simply follows your command. And Lena and Velvet, you see Mimic fly through the portal. And as you're pulled through, the portal... <laughs> Closes, and gear you're being chased by this demon as it's reaching down, trying to grab you, getting closer. Okay, all right. So, um, I uh, I approach the the uh, dragon with my uh, kyber shard. Am I right on the dragon? Yes, you are. What tree block? And I put in the shard. You put in the shard, and you feel the dragon. Uh, there's this energy that starts to build from the plate, and you know uh, that all you have to do is press your gauntlet down on this kyber shard as hard as you can and squeeze. All right. Is 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 the is this is the demon as close as possible? In slow motion, it's reaching down. Its hand, like the kraken in Pirates of the Caribbean, is forming around you. All right. I squeeze. You squeeze the Kyroshar as hard as you can, and the first thing you feel is immense pain rushing through your arm as the gauntlet is taking the force of this Kyroshar that's about to explode. It's cracking on the outside. It, you can feel heat rushing through your bones and light exiting out of your eyes, the red light of the Kyroshar, and it's slow motion. It's, come, it's pouring out of your mouth, your ears, every pore in your body, and as this demon wraps his hand around you, the light all retracts back into your body. And then as the demon squeezes, 
it releases this huge radiant explosion of energy in slow motion the demon you see the skin its red skin of its fingers getting lifted and burned off from this radiant energy as the blast travels up its arm into its belly and it let it opens its mouth agape and its eyes flash white as they're being burned from its skull and the entirety of Ildichester and what remained of the buildings from the, all the fighting is swallowed in this white light of pure energy as this thing explodes. And as the dust settles and the light recedes, you see that all of the walls of Ildichester have fallen. And what's left is just dark ash floating down from the sky, raining softly. And a single bright spot, a small red glow, under some ash where the kyber shard still lays. Now others on the other side. You are all standing amongst a sea of very confused gnomes and very tired dwarves. Most of them are just lying on the floor heaving. Some of them are tending to wounds. Gnomes are immediately providing medical attention to many of the dwarves. And you're all standing there on this altar platform together as the portal has just closed behind you. The last thing being Giriad running toward that dragon bone. Velvet's first reaction is like tears are swelling up in his eyes and he runs up to Bree and starts shaking her and says, open the damn portal again! Open it up! I can't, I can't! So I, so I walks over to Velvet and kind of like puts his arm around his shoulder and just says, it's okay, it's okay. He and just pulls drops him away from Bree. Lena hasn't moved. And She's I, still where she was. Yeah. Bree's, Bree's starting to cry. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't. And Sai reaches over and, and kind of does like a double hug of Velvet and Bree. And he gets kind of teary-eyed too. Deir Deirdre approaches your group as you're all hugging and you see her eyes are eagerly scanning the crowd and she finds you guys and she says, where's Giriad? Kyriad, he's the reason why we're here safe. She stands there silently and you see her eyes swell up, but she kind of shakes her head and looks up and holds back a, a very stern face, holding back the tears and just says nothing. She reaches into her breast pocket and she pulls out a letter and looks at it, and that's when she begins to cry. Aww. And she just drops it to the ground and walks away uh, to get her own alone time. She drops the letter? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sai so picks it up, and what does it say? Does it say anything on it? Uh, there, there's there's nothing on the front. Okay. Um, all right. Well, is, uh, sh should I open it? I guess I'll Yeah, Velvet doesn't I'll say a fucking it. word. He just, he's still staring at the floor. Um, so he kind of carefully opens it up and takes a look at it. And, and the first thing that catches your eye is an image. You see nothing to Lena's standard, but Gary drew 
uh, a sketch of all his friends together. With him off to the side a little bit, and uh, each of you, in somewhat of your liking, standing with your arms embraced around each other, just as if posing for a camera shot. And the letter reads, When I was a young man, I had liberty, but I did not see it. I had time, but I did not know it. And I had love, but I did not feel it. Love, liberty, and time, once so disposable, are the fuels that drive me forward, like a moth to a distant flame. For you are brothers and sisters, and the friends I've made along the way, and for the vast and wonderful world that gave us life and keeps us guessing. May we live on in harmony together. Forever your comrade, Gyriad. Sai pauses a moment and quietly gives it to Bree. Bree's gonna look at it and then um, she's gonna turn to Velvet and she's gonna give it to him. Without looking at Bree, Velvet just picks up, lifts his hand up and grabs the letter. And before he opens it, he says, it's only been three and a half minutes. He might still be back. He's still got a minute and a half. And he, he does. I think I'm, uh... And I think his eyes just glance into the letter for a second, and they close, and you just see a kind of a silvery-filled tear run down his face. And he stands up and says... I'll see everyone later. And he just walks out the great hall. Lena hasn't said anything and hasn't moved, but says, let him go. Let him have his time to himself. Him. Sign on. The only one that follows is Mimic. Oh, I love that. I feel like Velvet holds out his arm kind of for Mimic to perch on as he walks out. And, And Mimic does. He perches on your arm and he just allows the weight of his head to fall onto your neck. Lena scans the room and just looks at everything, at the people they saved, and sees Lekara, and I'm assuming Darian, though he probably looks like shit, but hopefully is awake, and smiles to herself and says quietly, <laughs> you saved a lot of people, Gyriad. They won't forget that. Still not moving. She doesn't do yeah. well with emotions, but she mutters that quietly to herself. <laughs> yeah, Bree's gonna look around and she's it. I, I'm gonna see if there's anyone else who needs more help. I'm gonna take care of, of, of people and, uh, D- and Darian. Darian. And yes. she goes over to Darian and helpful. touches his arm and <laughs> uses cure wound, uh, fourth level cure wounds. And so he gets 22 hit points back. Wow, he's he's, uh, he's back to tippity top shape. He didn't have many to begin with. <laughs> oh my god! So, he didn't have twenty two hit points. You, you hear a series of cracks and uh, and other fleshy noises as the wounds close up, and he takes his first full <sighs> breath, and his bloodshot eyes open up, and he looks up to you, Bree and Lena, and he says. Lena, is something different about you? (laughs) (laughs) Lena's going to... She's only done this one other time to sigh, but she kneels down slowly and is just so glad he is alive 
and gives him just an awkward hug without saying anything. Aww. Oh, oh, sorry, and eases up on the hug. <laughs> Though it's not as strong. Things are still a little fuzzy, but you look good. Thanks, Darian. You look, you look, um, better. And she, uh, she nods at Bree in a nod of thanks. Yeah, Bree nods back to her and starts walking away to check on more people. Uh, actually, Bree, uh, Lena puts a hand on your arm and just says, maybe give Velvet 10 minutes, but I know when I was off on my own, upset about my mom, it was nice when he eventually came and made sure I was okay. Okay, I can, I, I can try to do that. I'm, I'm not very good at talking, though. You're better than you think you are. Okay. I, I, I guess I can give it a try then. You're one of the best people I know, Bree. You'll be good. And as Bree turns away and walks away, uh, she has a vision of Verna on the Hellhound running off and feels so <laughs> shitty. Yeah. So shitty. Uh, as, and just, yeah, as, as uh, Bree starts walking, she's going to check on a few more people and then head over to uh, where Velvet is, but she's going to take a few steps, turn back to Lena and says, Lena, you're, you're better than you think you are. Just keep remembering that. And she's going to just turn and walk away. <laughs> Lena just looks down to the ground and says, mm-hmm. Sai <laughs> goes up to Lena and looks at her and, and says, you okay? Uh, yeah, I uh, got a wound on my stomach, but I'll, uh, I'll have Brie heal that when she's back. It's, oh. it's not as bad as it looks. I mean, Darian is, well, you look see. fine, Darian. We're... We're all we're all mending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I see it? I mean, I, I do. I have a, some first. Do I have a first aid kit on me? <laughs> is it written in your inventory? <laughs> I'm, this, one, I'm, this is more a rhetorical <laughs> question, actually. Um, there are plenty of people around who are tending yeah, to wounds that healers, you can have. I'm sure. uh, yeah, okay, any wounds okay. will really be taken care of in this situation. All right. But are you doing okay with um? What, what what happened? What, what, what you know, I, I, you, you look different. What? Uh, oh, yeah. I think um, every time Rack helps out, he leaves more of himself. And as she looks down so at her veiny and scaly arms and wants to tell Sai more, <laughs> but just says, I guess this is just the new me for now. Yeah. So you had to call on him again. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's all good. If, if I hadn't had Darian, uh, if I hadn't, Darian probably wouldn't be here, but we, um, we made it back, so it's, a, it's all good. All right. It's all good. Well, you'll let me know if you need help with this, okay? Thanks, Sai. All right. And then Sai kind of goes around, and he's kind of helping out with, um, you know, making sure, identifying people that need the most help and doing a little triage. Lena, feeling grateful that Sai checked in, watches him a little longer, observing him from afar. How does he? How does he look? What? Sai? What impression does Lena get watching him? I'm assuming he looks pretty yeah, sad. Yeah. Putting on a brave face. Oh, absolutely. He's he's been he cried a little, but he's he's you know he looks sad, but he's he's doing okay. Mm. Lena admires him for that, that he can be just so sad but put on a brave face for others. She admires that a lot about him. So. And then she uh, 
slowly lays down where she was near Darian and just takes a good long rest. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Bree, would you like to yeah. uh, pursue Velvet? Yeah, she's going to head over to where Velvet is. Yeah. There is a, if I'm not mistaken, Avery, this castle has a balcony, right? Like a pretty big like balcony landing that we landed on way back when? Yes, it does. Does is there is there are there trees like on there at all? Totally. Okay. <laughs> Velvet wants to reenact a gnome tradition, especially within the Fey, and he has that letter. Um, he's gonna find a tree that has a hole in it, and he folds it up and places it inside the tree. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna use heat metal to burn one of my coins, and he carves. Giriad's name kind of around the circle as if it's this kind of unbroken sigil kind mm-hmm. of as if he, he's within the tree um, now Avery I wrote a song oh. over, over this like past few minutes um, I think just based on how much time has passed he would have just been finishing Giriad's name right now on the tree sweet okay so let, let's roll with that then okay. Bree. so you he's just, just carving in that last D okay. as you approach him so yeah. I see that, that's a beautiful tribute. Thank you. Velvet, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know how much you cared about Giriad. We all did. And if there was anything I could have done to open that portal again for him, I, I would have, I promise. I'm sorry I got mad at you, Bree. It's not your fault. I'm... I'm sorry. I wish there was more I could have done. As if, as if I should have known, like Gyrion would have told us that he was going to do that. I... <laughs> and uh, like Velvet's laughing, but you could definitely tell because yeah. he, he doesn't really know what else to do. And these kind of silvery filled tears are falling down his eyes. She goes over and puts an arm around him and she just says, you, you know, Gyrion, he wanted nothing more than to protect people and keep his home safe. And that's what he did. And I think he would be he would be happy to know that he saved so many people and that all these people that he cared about are okay. Bree, you have a goddess. Where I'm, do you think Geary it went. I mean, I think that I think that he went to the place that makes him the happiest. And, you know, maybe there's some other world where we're all together and having adventures. I really hope that there's singing where he's going. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there is, you know, maybe Maybe there's Nomen Begiriad singing group, and you guys are traveling around. We were going to start a singing group, and he would have been the best baritone you would have always known. I, I heard you both singing when you made that distraction a long time ago. You, you were good. His ear for harmony for a dwarf was exquisite. <laughs> It, it's the bone yeah. structure in their ears. It makes it difficult for them to always <laughs> land the harmonies perfectly, but Geary nailed it. 
I, I, I know, I remember. Bree, I... I have to, um... This is something we have to do in the Fae. There's, there's a... It's not a burial, obviously. There's no body, but there's, um... There's a ceremony, and it needs witnesses, and... Well, he... Gyrion needs his last song. Um, I can't witness it, because I'd be playing. Okay. Could you just... listen? Yeah, of, of course. He I needs... Get... he needs a witness. That's the way it has to go. Okay, I'm... yeah, I'll, I'll witness. And... he's... he's going to love this song. And as Velvet just takes, like, a few minutes in silence, and you actually see him pull out his lyre, and uh, he has a, a, you know, instrument, uh, um, you know, updating kit thing in there. Uh, He clips off the strings in his lyre, and you see him clip the string off Geary's bow. And he cuts the string up in pieces, and he lines the lyre with with that string. Oh. Oh. And he starts just gently playing with his fingers, laying the bow kind of around the tree, so it's almost like hugging the tree around his name. And um, he goes, A mighty bow pulled back with grace, a bird encircling his stoic face, of a dear friend's son, and lover he's king near heard all those around kind heart but hardly a sound from the noble warrior like no other our friend oh friend my friend so dear Life will be grayer without you here. You called me brother in your dwarfish tongue. So I name you Tiglock, though it's not enough. And the sound of your lyre with the bowstring is warm, warmer than the strings before, and beautiful. And you feel a warm wind go by and wrestle the tree a little bit that you carved Kyrie's name into and place the note in, and it feels like he's there on the wind. And Velva just gets up and extends his hand out to Bree. Bree just hugs him and she says that was beautiful that was worthy of Geriad maybe and he walks back into the castle Bree just turns she stares at the tree again for a few seconds and then she turns and heads back in and the scene slowly starts to fade but we're brought back to Ildechester. What doesn't remain of it 
you see an ashen mountainside darkened from the blast. The small remains of a great wall that used to be. And you can see the whole city from where you're at. And you can see a small dot moving inward toward the center of the ash. As we get closer, we see a hellhound that's been on the run for some time now. Now drawn to the closest fiendish energy it can feel. It's run for quite some time, maybe days at this point, and it carries a woman on its back, a halfling woman, still unconscious. The hellhound runs up to the center of this giant ashen circle, and it slows down and begins trotting, and digs its nose into the ground a little bit, begins to dig with its paws, sniffing, digging ferociously, and then it, a red glow is cast on its face as it digs up the red kyber shard that was left behind. It runs a circle around the, car, the shard a couple times and lays down. And the person on its back still lays on its back, its arm drooped on the ground close to the shard. And the shard begins to glow a little bit. And smoke, ever so softly, begins to pour out of its tips and out of its points. Mm -hmm. It slowly snakes along the ground, inching closer to the woman's hand, and begins crawling up its fingertips and up its arm, wrapping around like a snake until it goes up the neck of Verna whose mouth is agape, still unconscious, and slowly just descends into the opening of her mouth. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. And that is where we'll end tonight's session. Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. 
The first is Dungeons & Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.